So today, as you know, the church celebrates the fourth uh, Sunday in Advent, the fourth week in Advent. And it's probably a world record uh, because this is going to be the shortest fourth week of Advent ever, right? Only uh, Christmas, only a few hours away. And so, as you know, Advent, if you remember, it's a time preparing for the Lord's coming. So uh, hold on to see your pants, right? Buckle up. We're going to go uh, fast here and get ready, our hearts ready for uh, Christmas. Now, as you know, Christmas, there's a lot of preparation, right? The water, spiritual preparation, absolutely. Also, some of us have family coming in. I know for myself, my mom and dad, I'm excited they're flying in from North Carolina. And so as with any preparation, I have to make sure that um, I have what they need, right? I have enough food, all, all these details be set in order. Maybe some of us too, for a lot of us, this past week was a lot of, was a lot of stress, just to, um, all these details uh, that needed our attention. And so maybe some of us are going to someone's house uh, later today. Maybe others are going to have guests over. Maybe it's just our family. Um, either way, I just I invite you just to cons- uh, think about this. Just imagine a scenario where you know someone is coming over, that someone is coming over to your house, you're expecting them, but then you decide not to open the door to them. It'd be kind of odd, right? They, they come, someone's coming over and they're knocking, they ring the doorbell, and the door isn't answered. You just decide not to. And this scenario might be a little odd just because it might seem uncommon, a little weird, like that doesn't, it's not really realistic, it doesn't happen. But if we're, as we're coming closer to Christmas, you might realize that it's actually not as odd of an occurrence. Maybe it's not that uncommon. What do I mean? Well, Christmas, we're preparing for someone who is coming, and that someone is the Son of God. And Jesus, who we're preparing for his birth in a few hours, right, celebrating it, Jesus comes and he's knocking at the door of each and every one of our hearts. Jesus is present at the door of your heart, knocking. And the question is, is he welcomed in? Is the door of our hearts open to God? I know uh, for some of us, we know why, right? When we have celebrations, why someone is coming over, right? For this case, it would be Christmas. But for Jesus coming, why does Jesus want to enter into our life? Why does Jesus want to enter into the door of our hearts? Why is he coming with Christmas? Well, we have an idea, we, we hear about it in the scriptures, Right, where the angel tells St. Joseph when he says that the Son of the Most High will be conceived um, by Mary and the Holy Spirit. His name will be Jesus, and he says, he'll be Jesus, for he has come to save his people from their sins. Jesus comes to save you and I, save all of us from our sins. Now, what does that mean? What does that look like? Let me give a few examples of a couple of sins that Jesus wants to save us from. The first will be uh, anger. And not just any anger, disproportionate anger, right? Maybe some of us are, uh, have lived in a home or are used to or have experienced uh, just a place where there's a lot of uh, anger, a lot of uh, irritability, a lot of impatience. There's our constant, incessant arguing all the time. If you're ever in that environment, the, the first thing we want to do is get out of that uh, place as soon as we can. And so some of us may know what that's like. Well, it's that. Jesus has come to save you from that anger. 
He has come to save us from it. And to save in Greek also means to heal. So not only will he come to forgive us of that, but he can also come to heal us, to heal our families of that anger and replace it with something else. Jesus can replace it with his peace, with reconciliation, with his joy. Jesus comes to save us from that. What's another sin? The sin of indifference, right? Indifference to the needs of others, indifference to uh, the things of God and God himself. For all those who struggle with that, right, it often is a lonely place to be in, to be in that uh, disposition of indifference. Because in order to be indifferent to our neighbor, right, in order to be indifferent to the things of God, it means we have to be indifferent to love. And since you and I are created for love, since we're made for relationship, being indifferent to that leaves us empty. It leaves us in that place of loneliness. Jesus has come to save you from that loneliness. He has come to heal us from that indifference. And in exchange, he gives us the satisfaction of his love the fullness of a relationship with him, the fullness of a community by which we are encouraged, built up, and led towards heaven. There's another sin, that of ingratitude. And those who can suffer with uh, sin in their hearts, ingratitude, often it leads to bitterness or maybe even an expression of entitlement. And I don't know if any of us have been around those who have suffered from this, from an entitlement, but we know it can be quite insufferable. Well, imagine having that in our hearts. Not only is there bitterness there, but it can lead to jealousy, to envy. It paints our, paints our worldview such that everything we see is what others have that we don't. It makes and narrows our perspective such that we're just focused on what we lack in this world. Jesus comes to save you from that bitterness, to heal you from that ingratitude. And exchange revealed to you, to us, the great riches that we have in him, in heaven. The access to the amount of love and graces that we have from him. He comes to save us from that. And as we all know, there's more than just three sins, right? There's a plethora He's something that we know we're conscious that we're carrying in our hearts that's a burden. Jesus wants to come in there and take that away as well. And so how does he begin doing so? How does he begin this process of saving and healing us? Well, we get an idea of it when we look at the gospel. We know what it is in the gospel. Where Jesus doesn't heal us from a distance. He, he begins the act by entering into our sin. He begins by entering into the, that, that messy situation. If we look at uh, Jesus, Son of God, he became a child by ent and entered into our human history. He entered into a broken world so that from within he can save it. And so for us, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart so that we may let him in and from within us through the graces that we received in his sacraments we can experience his saving and healing power in our lives 
Now, to let God in might be a, a little scary for us or some of us. Because there's a lot of unknowns. What will happen? What will it will be like? Which is why, in God's infinite wisdom, right, He comes in Christmas not as a triumphant king, yet He comes as in humility as a baby. Because no one is afraid of a baby. Maybe maybe you might see a baby that give a kind of weird, funny look and might creep you out, right? I know Father Matthias was like that as a baby. (laughs) But uh, you're never afraid of a baby. One's never afraid. In fact, the opposite, you wish to kind of be around it, to pick it up, what have you. And so when Jesus is knocking at the door of our hearts, right, especially here, it's not just Jesus, but it's the Holy Family. It's St. Joseph with Mary holding the infant Jesus. And Jesus is knocking. Mary, you can imagine him holding her, holding the baby Jesus out by the door. You look through the door hole and just see a big fat chubby face. Right? Jesus is there. He's the one knocking. Someone that we don't have to be afraid of to allow inside. And so, uh, in a few moments, we're going to do just that. In a few moments, we're going to uh, just have a prayer and a time where we're going to allow Jesus to enter into the door of our hearts. And so, if you'd like to join me, I just invite everyone to close your eyes. And if you don't want to join, that's okay. Feel free to listen along. Uh, But I just invite everyone to close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, I want you to picture a house. And this house is going to be symbolizing your heart. This is your heart. And as you're there, I want to picture yourself in that house. And inside, you're facing the front door. And as you're looking at the door, you hear a knock. And you know exactly who that is. You know it is Mary with Joseph and the baby Jesus. And before you go and open it, just invite you just in that moment, still with your eyes closed, just to repeat a prayer after me. So just repeat after me. Jesus... Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. I thank you for coming to save me from my sins and to heal me of my sins. I ask for the grace to open the door of my heart to you. Now, if you're ready with the help of God's grace, I invite you to open the door of your heart to the Holy Family. And as you do so, I invite you just to gaze upon the child Jesus. Maybe as you're gazing upon him, you just notice there's a radiance around him. Maybe you just sense this tranquility, this peace around the Holy Family. Maybe you've already done so, but if not, I invite you just to let them come into the house. Invite them inside. Maybe lead them into the living room where you can all sit down together. And maybe, right, there you see Mary, and Mary hands you the child Jesus. 
just invite you to uh, just accept and just hold the baby Jesus there in your hands. And as you're holding him in your arms, I just invite you just to gaze with awe and wonder. And as you're looking upon him, maybe you're realizing that who you hold in your arms is the son of God. That who you're holding is the one who made the whole universe, who made all the stars, who made the world around you. The one you're holding is the one who made you. I invite you just to to sit there, be with the Lord Jesus. Just gaze with wonder. Again, as you're holding him, maybe you just sense this light, right, just radiating throughout the whole a house of your heart. May you just sense something inside of you. May you sense a peace, a tranquility, this happiness. As you're holding him in your arms, I just invite you just to say another prayer, speaking to him. Just repeat after me, it's a prayer inviting him to remain in your heart. To say, Jesus, Jesus I, give I give you permission to remain here in my heart. And I ask you to release the fullness of your love, the fullness of your peace, and the fullness of your presence in my heart. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit.